Hi guys, so this is Haiti, and um, as promised, I said we'd try our first beating food addiction meeting because how do we know if we are food addicts? That's one of the big questions. I know I am a food addict without a question at all. So just a little bit about me. This is Cuddles, by the way, um, but I think it's important that I do share a little bit about me so you can understand where I come from. So dieting has been part of my world ever since I can remember. Um, and what I looked like and what I felt like were always two different things. I never felt that I fitted in. You know, I always was bigger than most of the kids, taller than most of the kids, um, different in a lot of ways. Um, just really quirky in my own little way. Um, and I got into dieting really full-blown by the time I was 12 years old and it became part of my world and with that came amphetamines because they weren't all the diet pills and you know I speak about it I've done it you know be it from Atkins, Weight Watchers, um, cabbage diet, chocolate diet, you name it, um, Mediterranean, whatever it was my world was about dieting and looking different so I could try fit in. You know, um, and that's really the starting point of it. You know, my whole world became the basis of what I looked like on the outside and not really what I felt like on the inside because it took me to unbelievable places. So um, what I'd like to do is welcome you firstly and say hi if you struggle with your weight and dieting and keeping weight off and you're on a constant hamster wheel of losing, gaining, losing, gaining, losing, gaining. Um, beating the shit out of yourself, um, feeling like you don't have willpower, or when you do go on those diets and you do lose stuff, then you feel like you're okay and you're winning something and then you go out and you celebrate by hurting yourself and overdoing what it was that got you to where you were in the first place. So um, just to qualify a little bit more, in eight years I gained and lost over 600 pounds, which sounds like a lot of weight, and it was a lot of weight, but it was more that real insanity that goes behind it and that always follows the whole thing when it comes about looking the way that we want to look, thinking that we'll be happy and everything will be fantastic. So let me just backtrack a little bit. So what is the difference between addiction, like a food addiction and overeating? Because some people just overeat and you tell them, listen, you're overeating and they go to the doctor and their blood pressure's off and whatever other things they're struggling with are off and the doctor said don't do it and they don't. You know, it doesn't become an issue for them. They're able to do what they were told to do and stick with that. You know, the difference with an addict um, is that there becomes that obsession and that compulsion. So if you tell me, if I tell myself, because it really is self-driven, for me it becomes this constant conflict with me and Haiti and me and Haiti and me and my ego and me and my thinking. And with that comes, well, tomorrow I'm gonna to stick to a diet. You know, tomorrow I'm gonna to go lose this weight because you know what, I've got a wedding, I've got a whatever coming up or I just feel terrible, I can't fit into my clothes and I am gonna to stick to this diet and then all I'm doing is I'm negotiating with myself. So for the first day or two or three, it becomes okay. I remember doing this crazy one with all these shakes, like you lived on shakes and that's what you did. And I was getting angry and pissed off because I wanted to choose something and I couldn't choose something. Um, 
and then it became negotiations it became a whole negotiating thing with myself because once i reached that goal then if i had this then i had just if i could just have one square of chocolate I would just have one square you know and then everything would be okay but for me it was never ever just the one it always escalated into a hell of a lot more than just one so um let me just also clarify as well i'm not a doctor i'm not a therapist i'm not a coach i'm not anything other than a person who's been through a lot of things um and I can share my experience and my strength and my hope with you and my journey and hopefully just help bring some peace or some kind of solution to someone who's really struggling with this at the moment because a lot of people are struggling. So we live in this crazy, crazy world and a lot of stuff happens. And for me, when crazy things would happen, I would then use food to either soothe myself, calm myself, to distract myself to something myself you know if i don't want to get into the argument don't talk to me now i'm eating um my day is not going great i need to eat something you know i'm dieting today and i'm pissed off and aggravated and annoyed so don't say anything that does not work for me because i will come out of my neck and lose my crap and just really get hyper really annoyed so um it becomes that unmanageability and that stuff of where i start showing up as a person and a woman that I don't actually recognize or I don't want to be, I become mean, I start lying about stuff and that lying isn't, it becomes a really weird lies like um, sneaking food and having that hidden drawer next to my bed and this is my stuff, don't touch it. You know, you, you can have one of my fries but not more than one and I start looking at food as though it is part of me and it defines me you know and that for me becomes really unmanageable because at the end of the day it really is just for sustenance so there are different parts that go into this food addiction so um what i really would like to do is start seeing a little bit of feedback if possible from i know this is new and it's a really uncomfortable kind of topic for a lot of people because for a lot of us we go well you know i need food to live true we do need food to live but we do have certain choices so there's certain things for me that when I put them in my body start more of that obsession because what happens is I'm an addict first and foremost. So if you are an addict, welcome. If you're not an addict, welcome. If you're curious, welcome. If you're just really not sure what you are, welcome. That's okay. You're in the right place, you know. Um, and I think that what it is is really learning from each other because then we learn how to cope with this stuff. So part of this is... Um, Think of what we've been through. You know, we go through this really crazy world in the last two and a half years where people are living with a lot of fear and a lot of anxiety and anxiety is part of my world and fear is part of my world and so is depression and um, so many other things. Um, and that is how I've got lots in my story and I will share them over the next couple of weeks so we will get to know each other. I've dealt with the death of my parents, I've dealt with divorce, I've dealt with kids, I'm a mother, I'm an entrepreneur, deal with relationships, deal with all this kind of stuff. And in the mix, we throw in food. So um, what I also want to really start touching on is why is it that for some people, they just it just looks really easy. You know, people look at me and they go, well, she must be, she's thin. 
she must be extremely happy got all her shit together know what's going on and she's got this you know and the weird thing is i'm very good at pretending i'm like really good on the outside of pretending of being something that i'm not always um which is confident and happy and i'm learning how to do that stuff you know and i learned that through having some solutions and my solution lies in recovery because you take away my drug and food for me is just as much as a drug as drugs anger shopping put different things in i get obsessive and i get compulsive about it and when i say obsessive you know we use this for this word like i'm obsessed with the color of your hair it's fantastic i'm talking of a mental obsession where it's all you start thinking about okay and it becomes something that dominates your day and you end up losing time so that's what happens to me when i start dieting okay so dieting for me becomes doing that thing that really becomes my all-consuming focus and all i'm thinking about is what i ate what i haven't eaten my next meal when i'm going to eat again what I should be shopping, what I should be buying, what recipes I should be looking at. And it becomes all of a sudden I've turned around and the whole day has disappeared. And it's all been conversations around food and about around dieting, you know, and that's not a way to live either. So let's, let me backtrack a little bit. So gaining and losing over 600 pounds. So all of a sudden I decide I'm really big at this stage i'm close to 300 pounds my life is really unmanageable i'm getting super sick my blood pressure is starting to go up my knees are killing me my back is hurting me my sense of self-worth is down the toilet um i just feel sick i'm exhausted the constant juggling and you know i'm very good at being busy and being i'm very good at being generous and giving and doing and running and putting other people first and that's what I did for a long time so I put my kids first I put my then husband first I put the house I put my work I put all that other stuff before me and it all fitted in before me so by the time it came to me I was exhausted and I had no time for Haiti plus I also didn't know how to deal with that so the easiest way of dealing with that was through eating because you know socially very socially sociable uh, well first it is sociable and it's very socially acceptable to eat rather than to be falling down drunk or to be stoned out of your bracket hi i forget to use the terminology hi it's less acceptable to be high and totally unmanageable but when it comes to food no one's going to say much you know it becomes one of those personal journeys so um what happens is all of a sudden I'm reaching, I reach the stage that I decide my life is really, I, I'm in the bathroom, I'm, on my, I'm by myself, I've got my fingers on my throat, which is what I do. I'm also, I'm a binger, I'm a purger. Um, I don't get full, but I can eat till I'm really uncomfortable. And I just couldn't do this anymore. You know, I just really couldn't do it. And I opted to have bariatric surgery. And the reason I say that is bariatric surgery is for food addicts, like drug rehab is for drug addicts. You know, um, it gives us a pause. It gives us a short period of time to regroup and refocus. And that was on the 17th of February, 2016. So what happens is all of a sudden, like any other diet, like doing HCG, and I'm talking from experience of stuff I'm done, I'm not knocking things, I'm not condoning things, I'm talking about my experience. And what happened to me 
and from that I can speak because I'm an expert on Haiti. <laughs> so, um, so I have bariatric surgery and what happens is they remove 75% of my stomach. I was sleeved, um, paid cash for it because insurance wouldn't qualify me and I needed to get it done and I needed it done today and that's what I had done. Um, and then all of a sudden I started losing weight but what happened was I also lost my best friend. My best friend was food, you know, that was my biggest coping method. Besides smoking pot and besides other things that I'd done, food was my biggest coping method. What did you do when you'd go out? Everything was about food. Where do you want to go for dinner? What do you want to go eat? Where do you want to go? It was all about food and all of a sudden I couldn't really participate in that because I was eating this much. You know, and not only that, to be sitting watching other people, I started getting resentful and angry and um, the weight was coming off and the clothes were getting smaller, but I wasn't getting happier. You know, to reach the stage where I was really thin and I wanted to kill myself because I was miserable and I was depressed and um, it wasn't about the way that I looked that became important, it became about what I felt. You know, it was crazy to me because I had a revelation and I realized that my whole sense of being and my whole sense of happiness depended on this little black box that I stood on every single day. So if my weight went up by a pound, it was going to be a good day. If it, I mean, if it went down by a pound, it was going to be a good day. If it went up by a pound, it was going to be a really shitty day. And if it went up by five pounds, it, would, it was a catastrophe. You know, you couldn't look at me because I felt awful and um, how could I do that to myself? So all of a sudden I had to start learning different tools and those tools I got through different methods. So getting with the therapist, going into 12 step programs and those 12 step programs saved my life. Okay, and those step programs are Overeaters Anonymous, Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous and I actually owe my whole sense of being to all those programs Shout out to them, those guys are amazing. Those meetings are available everywhere. They're online, they're in person. Get connected if you are struggling, get outside help and see a therapist, see a doctor if you need to, because this stuff is demoralizing. So I learned a couple of other things because with a friend of mine, we started running some addiction recovery meetings. And it's quite interesting because you go to AA meetings or you go to NA meetings and their rooms are full of addicts, you know, and you've got people that are there and they're happy to jump onto Zoom meetings and they're happy to participate and talk about their addiction and their recovery. Talk about food addiction, all of a sudden everyone starts hiding. People get that sense of uncomfortability and that they don't want to be humiliated, you know, and what would people say and what would people think? I'm not an addict, you know, how could I be an addict? It's just a food. You know, obesity is the fourth biggest killer in this country and that's food addiction. Anyone who dies from obesity is dying from food addiction. That's the inability to stop and it's not, it's a disease. Addiction is a disease. It's not a moral deficiency. And that's something I wanted to share with you today. So if you are interested and you want to keep having these meetings, PM me, send me a private message. Um, you can participate on Zoom where it is a private room. No one will see you. I will live stream on a different camera on Facebook. And I will also do it on YouTube because I believe it's an important message. People are hurting and people are suffering and they're hurting themselves. You know, when we talk about hurting ourselves, I remember 
first year my whole closet was only black I only had black clothes I had clothes going from a size 2 to a size 20 to wide and one day I will show you those um, but also it was more than that it was I didn't have photographs with me with my kids growing up I felt uncomfortable being naked with the lights on it affected my sex life it's it affected so many other things it didn't affect my social life because I'm very good at showing up and being sociable but um, in terms of allowing people in to get intimate and when I say intimate I mean really showing people who I was and sharing being vulnerable and sharing that stuff that's really hard to talk about where our secrets that's taken time and that's taken a lot of work so recovery is work but it is absolutely worth it and it is amazing once you're in because you'll learn about not only tools on how to deal with and cope with food addiction and living life as a food addict and there's no stigma with that with that i think the most amazing people are food addicts you know we're sensitive in fact i believe addicts are just the most amazing people we're sensitive beings just having a human experience and for some of us it's really really hard um, because we are very empathetic you know and we are very emotional and we get very attached and we're very kind when we are in recovery and we've got some perspective you know other than that we're also very big people pleasers and we volunteer a lot to be doormats and we do stuff that we resent doing afterwards and we can also become mean and we can be those people that we don't want to be um, because we can justify it by the stuff we did because of I did stuff and I expected this in return and that's not a way to live a life you know to where for me to live and be happy every single day I've learned is a choice and I get to do that with certain tools so um I can talk and I'm a big speaker, but um, I really wanted this to be more interactive and I know it's a little uncomfortable, so I commend you for even watching and looking and showing up. I just inherited two cats and <laughs> one is just demolishing my place. Um, but anyway, that is one of those things. I do have some ADHD. So I welcome you say thank you for being part of my journey and my recovery and um we're going to start doing this a little more regularly and i'd love to hear things that you find challenging well who are the people that really piss you off and stop you being happy because i think we've got to look at that and we need to start discussing that because that helps us work through it because um if we keep giving people so much power of our lives where does that leave us you know, so I love you and you matter and you really are important and I really believe you can do this and together we can just do so much more. So thank you for joining me. I am on Instagram. You can find me at Connecting the Message. That is my handle. So it's Connecting the Message on Instagram. I post daily like little great messages to make us think happy thoughts or just to refocus. Um, Eating Food Addiction is a great group as well, and you can find me at charmingconnections.com as well. So I'm always open and available to talk about recovery. So I love you, and thank you for joining me, and peace out.